0: Welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. Stephanie is a psychic energy healer with a wide palette of healing tools and more. She brings transformation which serves your own personal highest and best needs. Today, she is here to share her wisdom and insights about current energy trends and what we can do to help ourselves through these ever-changing times. When calling in today, you can ask Stephanie one question and she'll give you her answer. For more information, please visit her website at WhiteLightLove. And now, your host, Stephanie Gerard.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. We are still in Mercury retrograde, and today we're going to surround this energy with lots of love and light. For those listeners who joined us last week, if you joined me on Groundhog Day, <laughs> we definitely experienced lots of very interesting movements with Mercury Retrograde. So anyway, we're going to see how today goes. We're setting the intention that it flows well with ease and grace. And I'd like to say good morning to Garrett. He's our lovely person who screens the call. So when you call in, you get to... Talk with him, and he'll quiz you a little bit, get your name, your question. So anyway, good morning, Garrett. How are you?
0: Good morning. I just lit a white candle to make sure we have good energy in the studio today.
1: Yes. Oh, that's marvelous. Yeah, because
0: last week was super fun.
1: (laughs) I think we'll call it interesting. It was interesting.
0: yeah, you let's have a t shirt made with that on it.
1: <laughs> Which part, Mercury retrograde or interesting?
0: Both.
1: Let's do a double
0: whammy. Oh my god.
1: Oh. Oh my goodness. And I want to thank the listeners again for there was many who stuck with the party of on again, off again, on again, off again.
2: Crazy thank thing. Thank you,
1: everybody who stayed. What yeah. was
0: that? It was just, it was absolutely crazy. But yeah, the listeners were awesome last week.
1: They were, they really were. And I just, you know, again, I want to thank everyone who, who joined us and who hung in there and asked questions. And, uh, you know, I would like to incorporate. So I listened to, um, I listened to Rebecca Fisk on Sunday night. She has her radio show here as well. Uh, Blog Talk Radio, Rated G Radio, LGBT Radio. I'm getting all of these layers. We get them all. We get them all. We do. And uh, Rebecca, if you have a chance, listeners, she's on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And it's a lovely way to begin your work week or just your week. It's a nice way to spend an evening. And it's fairly early. And, you know, she does something really incredible on her program, and I think I'm going to adopt this. So for those listeners who still have a question and you're hanging out in the queue and we didn't get to you, go ahead and email me. Go to my website, whitelight.love, and fill out the contact form. Go ahead and send me your one question, and I'm happy to answer it for you. So, and there was one caller who actually called me after last week's show, so we know who he is, so I will be getting back with him soon. So if you're listening, sir, uh, we will get to you. I will certainly get back with you. No worries, there. So, Garrett, this is still Mercury retrograde, but we have a new moon. I know. I know. I know. And we're in the sign of Aquarius. So this Thursday, this Thursday at 11.05 in the morning, Pacific time, we have the new moon. And this new moon is in the sign of Aquarius. New moons are in the sign we are in at present. Full moons are in the sign that is opposite of the sign that we are in at present. Very interesting. I I couldn't figure that out for years. And then our dear friend Doug Dea psychic astrologer he finally had to spell it out for me and I'm like oh okay I just know they come every two weeks so this new moon this new moon Aquarius this will be interesting so with our new moon this is the manifesting time so this is a time we've talked about this before we'll touch on it lightly here this is a time when we write down on a piece of paper in a perfect world And especially that first night of the new moon, which is called the magical wishing moon. We write down what it is we wish to manifest. And ideally, we're going to preface our sentences beginning with either the phrase, I am, or I have. We speak this into the present moment for many reasons. First of all, we're speaking it because we are right here, right now. We're speaking it in the present because we're acting as if, you know. Some people, you know, we use the phrase, take it till you make it. This is a period of time where we're going to speak it right here, right now, just like I said, as if we're already doing it, if we're already having it, if we already have that job, whatever it is that we're seeking. So this is the week for that, and if we can ideally do this the first night of the new moon, which is, again, Thursday, February 11th, that would be a wonderful thing to do. It's a great way to support yourself. It's a great way to assess your goals, look at your spiritual path, look at your perspective, where are you at in life, right here, right now? Do you need a new car insurance rate? You know, whatever the... Whatever the state of being is, this is the right and perfect time to make our list. Are you ready to make your list, Garrett?
0: My list is going to be topped with a new promo discount with my internet provider who likes to play this game of oh, it's the end of your promo period, sorry now your rate's going to double and we're not changing anything and yet everybody, every other company out there is half of our price so that's going to be at the top of my list at 11.05 on Thursday morning and I have other things that I'll be putting on there too but that's at the top of it
1: I love it, I absolutely love it I think it's great. Now Thank you. you. know what else comes? Yes. Yeah. You know what else comes with this new moon? And <laughs> I had to read about to see what this means. We're going to have a stellium.
0: <laughs> what is that? About
1: <laughs> an astrologer stellium. Okay, so on the new moon, we're going to there's going to be minimum of four planets, also in the sign of Aquarius. So we have the moon will be in Aquarius, the new moon which means it's invisible, we can't see it. And there's at least four other planets. I think there's more than that. So it's going to be, in other words, translation. Here we go, translation. A very powerful day. It will be very interesting. This will be pushing energy of a different kind. Aquarius in astrology, this is our humanitarian person. This is the person who, in general, likes to be fair to everybody. This is the person who will find a way to make things work no matter what. Um, Neutral. This is going to be the person, if a spaceship landed, this is the person that goes out to knock on the outside door of the spaceship to say, open up, let's meet, what's going on in there? So it's a very interesting energy. It's it's cool. Uh, The sign of Aquarius is um, represented. It's the two wavy lines. We have two lines. There's the waves in it. And then we have the ends. And the ends, however, are very pointed and jagged. Aquarius is what we call a fixed sign. So in astrology, we have um, our cardinal signs. We have our fixed signs, and we have our mutable signs. And we also have the four elements, earth, water, fire, air. And Aquarius is an air sign, and it falls under the category of being fixed. And so what fixed means is I, I like to describe it as a little bit more inside the box. Like, okay, we have our huge playing field And we like to operate within the confines of a certain type of structure, according to how we wish to define it. Um, Aquarian people, in general, are very pleasant. They're easygoing. Um, Again, fair to one and all. They make great managers. And one of the challenges, and I think there's a challenge for every sign, but one of the challenges, too, is that they can also have a very pointed tongue. So when it's time to say something, something will be said, and not necessarily with filters. So anyway, so we have this neat, powerful energy happening on Thursday. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. It will be fun to see how this uh, shifts the perspective, especially of what's going on here in America at present. So it will be interesting. And what I I like to suggest to people is that we simply – Send the energy of love, that we continue to just pulsate love. Some people like to get into the color alchemy, meaning sending the violet flame, sending the blue flame, sending the white fire. I, I think what's really nice is just in general to send the energy of love, not only to the planet, but to all the you know countries, the people. So let's do what we can. Let's do our part on Thursday. We're going to make our list, whatever that might mean for you. It could be one thing. It could be a hundred things. But when you make your list, you know, we want to be realistic. And also, go ahead and list your dreams, too. If you have your dream home, if you, you know, whatever your dreams are, they're not impossible, no. But when we make our list, we're going to bring it into the present. You know, once upon a time, not that long ago, a few years back, um, I told this story multiple times. You know, when I had first when I first visited Alaska, I was actually a teenager. I was sixteen years old, and um, a group of us were flown up to Fairbanks, which is up near the Arctic Circle, and it was for a youth conference. And Alaska at that time was not, and especially Fairbanks, was not as developed as it is now, meaning there was a lot of dirt roads that we had to take.
2: <laughs> you know,
1: we were picked up and in the rickety van and driven for a good 45 minutes to an hour before we even got to where we were going to stay. Alaska at that time was amazing. So then we dial it forward going back to about six years ago, and I visited here again except a different part of Alaska I visited Anchorage and the first time I set foot here it just it felt like home i don't know how else to describe it so in my manifestations you know i i could feel that eventually there would be a move of some kind so i would make in my list you know my manifesting list the right and proper place for me to be um I was wanting to move, just didn't really have a good idea of where. Thought about Alaska. And then it's like, well, that's so far away, you know. But I stuck to the new moon list. I am, I have, I am living in Alaska. I have all I need and then some. So I never let go of that dream. And when it did come about, it was quickly, it was fast, and it was like, here we go. (laughs) <laughs> and I say that a lot too, that phrase, here we go. So I want to share, I like sharing this story with people. It sounds simple, but it was a really big deal for me because I wanted to be somewhere where my heart felt at one with the land, you know, and I've, I've talked about, you know, Alaska for me is quiet. It's peaceful. It's not the people noise, the traffic noise. And for me personally, I can think. So as as this change came about, I also was writing my list of, well, if I move up there, what kind of a place would I want to live in? What is that going to look like? You know, because this is kind of a, <laughs> this is an area of a bit more extreme weather. And so what do I want this to look like? The living situation, is it small? Is it large? Uh, what types of amenities are going to be available, and so forth. So I I had, and I still do, I wrote out a, uh, what do I want to say? I had written out a floor plan. I wrote out my floor plan. I even included where would plants be, where is the front door, what does this look like. For me personally, I like smaller places. I like cozy. So in a nutshell, when I put all of my ingredients together, shook it up, dumped it out on the table, it took a little bit, but I made it. So I now live in my little, I call it my cozy cabin. It's not a cabin, but it's my little cozy cabin space. I'm near the base of the mountains where I want it to be. I live on the side of town that I had put down. And, again, this is the power of manifesting. I am living in this particular area of Anchorage. I have my cozy cabin. I have the right and proper vehicle for the Alaskan weather inclements and elements. So, again, I encourage all of you listening to do this, to participate. This is about you. This is about yourself. Um, if you need help or assistance, I'm more than happy to help you. Again, you can visit my website, whitelight.love. You can also find me on Facebook. On Facebook, it's simply Stephanie Gerard. I'm happy to accept your friend's request. We can interact there as well. So please hold this in mind. Please keep this in mind. Thursday is going to be a really powerful day. And, you know, again, with the Aquarian energies, it's gentle. It's easy. It does, however, it does bring up powerful conversations, too. So be prepared. Again, the primary energy here is humanitarian. So that's exciting. That's exciting. So
2: last week,
1: last week during our very interesting broadcast, (laughs) <laughs> I had begun to, I, I had started down the path of a topic I wanted to talk about, and I took it as the sign from the universe that no, we're not going to go there. I was going to talk about trauma, and we're still going to reserve that talk because what we're going to target today for the next few minutes or so, we're going to talk about the brain. And, of course, we all have one. Hello. But I want to share that when you have a session with me, and, yes, I am having sessions with all my listeners. There we go, manifesting. When you have a session with me, one of the areas that we do focus on to clear and clear the static energy and more is the brain. And I was. I was prompted to do brain healing as a result of just personal experience with our mom. Um, She was the only one in her family. She contracted, I shouldn't say contracted, who knows how it comes about really, but um, she had MS that went into Alzheimer's. And it was very interesting, the journey of her brain and the journey of Alzheimer's. And I'm sharing this with people too because I'm, I think it's the times we're in. There's more people coming about this conversation is starting to happen more where clients are having an aging parent that is falling into the category of dementia, Alzheimer's, etc. It's a real different journey. One of the most beautiful things I like to share about that journey is the person is also walking on the other side. So we have This person with this thing called dementia or this thing called Alzheimer's, they're walking in this world and they're walking in the afterlife at the same time. You know, in the Native American culture, this is regarded as a very high regard, high respect. When a person comes into this state of being, it's nothing but respect. So when I learned that several years ago, it was like, oh, wow. It turns things from upside down to right side up, especially regarding the work that I do. So coming back to healing the brain, clearing the brain, you know, we have the different parts of the brain. Um, We have the three major parts of the brain. We have our primate brain. We have the cortex. And the cortex is what I would call the outside of the brain. You know, it's the outer layer. And... What this is responsible for is our high mental functions that regulate our feelings, our attention span, our reasoning, abstract thoughts, our thinking process. And it has its own needs. The basic need of our cortex is experiencing connection and attachment with others. This can be friendships, relationships, groups, whatever the case might be. But this is the the part of us where we, we need other people. We really do. And when our needs are being met with the cortex, with this outer layer, with this outer cushioning, we feel the energy of love. And if this need is not met, we experience heartache. So coming back to when you have a session with me, And we do the brain clearing. This is one of the three areas of the brain that is cleared. And usually in the clearing of the brain, there's all kinds of stuff that's released. We have the cords, hooks. There's all kinds of language and words to describe that. We release the energy that isn't serving your highest and best so that when your cortex is back in alignment, then you can experience your connection with others in a more positive way. You feel the love, and primarily you're feeling the love within yourself first. So we have, so that's our cortex brain. Next we have the the mammalian brain, the subcortex. So this is what is also known as the midbrain. So the midbrain is interesting. This is about our emotions. Um, It's responsible for bringing up feelings and memories. The core function of the midbrain is emotions, learning, memory, reward, motivation. The basic need of our midbrain is satisfaction and approaching rewards. So again, approaching rewards. Again, we're going to kind of uh, kick this around quite a bit here writing out your new moon list. What is it that you wish to manifest? Because that sets an intention that shifts our energy, it shifts the pattern of how we're thinking so that we can set our mind there and we can, quote unquote, walk into that and start focusing. And then the universe will respond in its own way to what we're asking for, to what our focus is. Um, The midbrain, when we're balanced, With the midbrain, we feel contentment. When this is out of balance, we feel frustration. So, again, when you have a session with me, we look at these different parts of the brain. And, again, release the energies that are not serving so that you can feel love, that you can feel contentment. And then we have, you know, I wanted to go back to the midbrain for just a moment. I believe it's in the country of Japan, I had seen a YouTube video, and I, I've known of a couple of people that have heard of these classes. There is a school, I think a few schools in Japan, where they work with the children on the midbrain. So, with the memory. So, what they'll do is they'll blindfold the kids in the classroom, and then they have these cards with different colors on it. So, they'll hold a card up to their forehead which is also what we know as the third eye, and they're able to identify what color. They will also open their textbooks and read with the blindfolds on. So it's very interesting. So at that place and time, this was probably four or five years ago. At that place and time, they were making the connections, and they'd probably already known this, but they're pushing the boundaries to see how far can we take this to See what the human brain can do especially when we take away the, the sense of the eyes, we take away the vision we, there was still they were still seeing the success of kids being able to read blindfolded because they're reading with their third eye. They would do this training for a couple of hours a day this wasn't the entire classroom curriculum but it was amazing and so they're learning more and more about that part of the brain. It's very magical. I just wanted to share that. And then the third part of the brain that we have is many know it as the brain stem. Many know it as the reptilian brain. This part of the brain, it's responsible for survival. This is survival, this is maintenance. This also aligns with our root chakra. Our root chakra is what keeps us grounded, balanced, and it also keeps us in high alert. It's always working for us, it's the brain stem. The core function of the brainstem is it supports our vital organs. It regulates our heartbeat, our breathing. It keeps us up and running. The basic need of this is safety and avoiding harm. When this need is met, we feel peace. We're at peace. We're content. When the need is not met, though, we experience fear so again when you have a session with me we look at these different parts of the brain and bring you back into balance again so what this translates to is that we release all the energies that don't serve you any longer we bring in downloads from creator that will help to support you with your growth to bring these areas of the brain back into balance So that you can better understand the energy of love. That you can better understand what it is and what it means and what it feels like to feel content. To feel peace. So we have love, contentment, peace. Those are the three areas of the brain. One of the things with the reptilian brain in particular, the brainstem, is that, you know, again, of course, that's in our skull. But it's also the C1. I wanted to share... Um, there was a time when I really needed to see a chiropractor. This was six, seven years ago. Things were real funky. And I was trying various ones and, you know, getting some results. Some were okay. Some would last maybe 10 minutes afterwards. And that was the end of the party. So a friend of mine suggested this one particular chiropractor. Oh, in Tacoma, off of this exit, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, what is it? Well, it's Atlas Orthogonal Chiropractor. And I'm like, what the heck is that? (laughs) So I went down, I got signed up. And essentially what this particular adjustment does uh, that, you know, of course, they took a lot of x-rays to see what's what. And they saw that my C1, which is in the skull, it's there at the base of the skull, the reptilian brain. They saw that it wasn't, it was only, um, oh golly, much of C1 was covering the top of my spine. Well, so what do I want to say? Blocking. So, yes, it's going to be open to the spine, absolutely. But there was a good portion that was blocking the energy. And when we look at the spine, we have what? The central nervous system. So, there were blocked messages that couldn't get through, basically. So, the way that this practice of chiropractor therapy goes is that they use this one machine you lay your head on this machine and they use air it they pull they follow a particular pattern along the side of your neck and long story short, it simply sounds like and that's it. The adjustment is done. They roll you back on your back and you lay there. So when my C1 was put back in place, it immediately they rolled me on my back and I, I'm still laying on the table and I immediately started crying. And I asked the chiropractor, I asked the doctor, why am I crying? And he said, welcome to your brain. Welcome to feeling emotions. Welcome to feeling love. Welcome to feeling peace. And it was such an emotional experience. It's like, where have I been in my life? So when they did the testing prior to the actual adjustment, of course, it it included x-rays. It also included, um, you know, of course, taking body temperature, looking at the body itself, and then putting my hand on this plate where they tested the oxygenation levels in my body. And, and you know, this is not like the allopathic medicine doctor's device on, hi, we're checking your oxygen. This was a different kind of device. It was checking energy as well as oxygen. And so prior to getting my C1 back in place, the oxygen in my blood was only registering at 50%. Now, this is according to their test. Again, this is not allopathic medicine, but they were very alarmed. They said that my number was the second lowest that they'd ever seen. The first lowest that they'd ever seen, uh, the person had just 33%, again, according to this particular device. So they were in great concern. It was almost like being in ER, and it's like, let's get her in there. We've got to get this done, and we have to do it now. So once they got my C1 bone in place, and I'm crying, it was like, oh, my gosh, my world really did change. That's been five years ago now. And my thinking did change. It was interesting. And over time, it probably took at least a year or more to wrap my mind around being able to have full access instead of partial access to all of these parts of the brain. I would go as far as saying it's probably still doing its thing even right now. And then complicated by that when I was very little, um, being smacked in the head. So also living with a TBI or traumatic brain injury, which is interesting. And one thing that our friend Rebecca learned from, uh, oh, what's his face? Gary, the guy that wrote the book, Men Are From... Mars and women are from Venus. He talked about many of us that do this work, we do have brain injuries, which is fascinating. I kind of concluded with, well, we must have needed the sense knocked into us (laughs) to be able to think differently. We have to think outside the box. That's our world. So with coming back to the brain, I just wanted to go into detail a little bit about this today. Our brain is so important, and this is why when you have a session with me and you go to whitelight.love to book your appointment, um, we look at this. These things are serious. When we're out of alignment, we're a hot mess, and when we realize there's three different aspects of our brain and everyone's doing something different, you know, we know what that is. That's called a zoo. So. When we work on you, we bring you back into alignment. We get you energetically balanced first. Now, there's still the belief system process to work with, you know, with you, with a, with a person who is receiving the healing. Because even though we can shift energy, we still have our homework to continue to, quote, unquote, act as if. Act as if we are healed, becoming aware Of, you know, oh, there I go again, you know, okay, I'm rabbit holing on that one thing again, let's move, let's move this energy around. So I wanted to share as well, that when we practice that awareness, when we catch ourselves, oh, there we go again, there I go again, okay, I'm doing it again, okay, okay, you know, when we catch ourselves like that, awareness of whatever this is that we, that's important to us that we wish to bring back into alignment, Awareness means that we've already solved the problem at 50%. You're already halfway through. It's like, ah, okay, there I go again. Okay, how am I going to look at this differently? So catching ourselves, stopping ourselves, realigning ourselves. So again, here we are. And it's very sessions with me as well. Your energies are recalibrated, your brain, your chakras, your aura, you're grounded, we do lots of neat things to get you fully present. And once once your session is complete, that's now sort of like, uh, it's coded into your spiritual body here, it's coded into however you wish to keep it and hold it close to you. This is how we make change, everybody. So again, these three beautiful parts of the brain, when we're in balance, we feel love, contentment, and peace. Very exciting. Garrett, how are you doing there? How's your brain?
0: Well, um, if I can give an unsolicited testimonial, I had a great session with you last week that um, I, A, wasn't Mm -hmm. really expecting, I mean, not that I don't expect a great session with you, but I mean, I just wasn't expecting such dramatic results. And let me tell you, um, my last week has just been wildly... Um, amazing in just a variety of different ways that aren't interesting to discuss on the show but um, I wanted to really thank you for that because it ended up being exactly what I needed um, right when I needed to have it so thank you for that Um, my brain is great we've got uh, a few callers today we're going to we and when you're ready we have Amala um, ready to start the lineup today and we've got some more callers I can screen for you but um, yeah
1: excellent Good. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm so happy that we have this session for you. And it's so cool to to see you make your change and to, um, I know we visited on the side a little bit. I'm super excited for you. You're making lots of neat changes. So, Woo-hoo! Woo! that's what this is all about. Transformation.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Awesome. So, yeah, let's go ahead. We can go ahead with our calls now.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, if you are a first-time caller for the show, um, I'm going to put um, myself on hold, and I'm gonna screen the calls when I bring you on the line. It's just you and me I'm gonna be asking for your first name and the topic you'd like to ask about. That's it, and I'm gonna put you back on hold until Stephanie's ready for you. So our first caller today is Amala. She's calling about love. Amala, welcome to the Stephanie Gerard show. You are live. Go ahead, please.
4: Hi, hi, Stephanie. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you,
4: Amala? I'm doing good. I'm doing good um. Yeah, so Valentine's Day is coming. I don't expect to meet somebody tomorrow, but just was wondering what the forecast. You could look into me meeting somebody, a committed partnership.
1: A committed partnership, yes.
4: Okay, just
1: taking a look at this. Um, Yeah. While I'm quiet, what's happening is that it's kind of like watching a movie. So the pictures come in. And okay. it's like first there's random pictures and then that starts to blend together. Okay, so um, I am seeing it's not now, it's later, is it? Okay. More so, toward, more so towards the month of May. Um, and I'm just figuring out is this someone you already know or is this someone new? There's someone that you already know in your circle of people, you know, both close to you and peripherally there is a male this is a I keep hearing the term teddy bear there's a a, there's a very sweet person you've known him for some time Um, not always real close anyway come springtime mid to late spring is when this person will step forth and you know initiate something it might just be something casual you know that's how it always starts but It's coming. It is coming. And um, Valentine's Day, this is a time where you're going to, I actually see you, you know, at home at your kitchen table, just, uh, you know, in other words, you're relaxed, you're content, and you're just celebrating the energy of love. You're just like, okay, well, I'm here, and I have love, and I feel peaceful, and I am manifesting
4: my honey. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I
3: see you doing.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. It really helps me because I'm like, you know, you have to love yourself first. I was listening to Rebecca's show on Sunday. It was so powerful and it was just so, it's so amazing when you are so in love with yourself. And like when she said, um, you, I'm going to repeat it two times, you are going to be spending the rest of your life with yourself. And it just, it struck home with me. And not that I didn't know that, but I just love that she even emphasized it twice for us to really, you know, um, absorb that and really take it in. And it was just, yeah, it's just, I, I really fell in love with myself. And, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I feel good. And that's why I ask the questions. I know that he's around the corner. So you think it's going to happen naturally, just randomly through people or? Um... Yes, this is
1: organic, organically versus a dating app. Okay. Yes. Yes,
4: awesome. Because
1: what you've done is you've shifted your energies, and you love you as you are, for who you are. And what happens then is that you attract that same level of commitment and higher. So this is this is the importance for you specifically
4: uh, that you are meeting this person organically,
1: which is great, which is wonderful. Yeah. That's
4: yeah. That's like you made my day, and and Happy Valentine's to everybody out there, including you and Garrett, and um, God bless. Thank you Thank so very you. much.
0: Thanks Thank a lot. Happy Valentine's.
4: Happy yeah. Valentine's.
0: Happy Valentine's. So um, we all we had a caller just a second ago, John, who's calling in about his dad. John, um, John your call dropped. So if you want to call back in, we'll try to get you back on. Our next caller is Jessica. She has a question about moving. Uh, Jessica, you're live with Stephanie Gerard. Go ahead, please.
3: Hi, thanks for taking my call. It was exciting. I came in a little bit late, but it was exciting to hear your Alaska house story because that's stuff that I'm doing right now, manifesting my um, dream home. So, oh, beautiful. Um,
1: that's exciting. Yeah.
3: Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, I don't know, just anything you're picking up around that. I still haven't um, really pinpointed exactly. Uh, either where in the state or where in a neighbor uh, in another state where I want to move, but I do have mm-hmm. the vision of the house and the land. So um, anything you're picking up would be great. Uh, first and foremost, you're moving
1: out of state. I'm asking for the direction. One second. You're going to be moving north of where you are at at present. So even if you're near a border, you're going to be on the other side of that border. Anyway, you're, that's what's coming through is that you're moving North. It's out of state, severely out of state. Is it, I'm asking, is it one state? It's possible. It can be up to three States North of you, even four States. So let's say if you're in the Midwest there, you're going to just go straight North, but regardless, you're heading North and I see you feeling more content. There's something about the trees. Trees for you are super important. It's really important for you to have a lot of trees around. So you will find something like that. I do see you with acreage. I do see you almost manifesting like a cute little place. I would say in the Midwest. That doesn't mean it's in the Midwest, but it's something we would see in farmland in the Midwest. A really sweet little house with property, Um, You're going to feel really happy there It'll feel content It's time for you to be in nature Meaning if it's in an agriculture community
4: Even if it's
1: not It's important for you to primarily Be around the trees and nature That's how you bring yourself back into alignment With your healing And that keeps you mentally in check with yourself If that makes sense
3: Yep, that's exactly so everything I have my everything I have on my list everything I speak about. I always talk to um spirit and say I'm I'm such a good shepherd of the land. I know you're going to give me lots of land cuz I take care of it. I love the land and I love the trees and the animals. Um so is my way to this move um through some sort of contract job opportunity or do I just get like a an inspiration of like that's where i want to move
1: it will your inspiration comes first and then from the inspiration then you manifest your work accordingly so again when oh. you're when you're making your new moon list let's say my dream place is blank once you set your intentions there and make the decisions then you're actually going to start looking for work there. Um, I do feel, and I'm hearing this, that something will be falling into your lap. So remember, it's intention, intention, intention. But go for the location first. The rest will follow.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I'm so excited. I'm, like, really so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you, know you. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what, I, I want to just tell you this one thing very briefly. I, I just came out of this experience with um my dog. He ended up um, kind of having an injury slash illness very quickly. It came on, and um, I was able to really focus my mind, my intentions, my words, my affirmations, everything, and he's doing fantastic. He, he healed the thing that was the issue, and now he's recovering. He's starting to walk again. And um, I, was, I was so grateful to him because this is one of the gifts, the many gifts that he's brought me, that I was like, now I'm going to do it for my home, and I'm going to do it for my career. So it was such a beautiful experience that was intense at times, but it really taught me how to harness my power, which is awesome.
1: That's wonderful. And again, this is the power of intention and the power of the new moon. So I'm excited for you to see what happens. You'll have to let us know later down the road.
3: Yeah. Thank
1: you for calling today.
0: Thanks, Jessica. Well, Jessica just sounds like she's amazing. So thanks for being a caller today. Um, Our next two callers are Mm -hmm. asking for more of a general reading. Stephanie, first one is coming from Lori. And Lori, you're now live with Stephanie. Um, Welcome to the show. Go ahead, please.
2: Oh thank you. Good morning Stephanie. Lori from the state of Washington. Oh hello Lori. How are you? Which what area of Washington are you in? Eastern or western? Western, you know me. <laughs> Lori Wilson. Oh, okay. morning, good morning. <laughs> good
1: morning. Good morning. Good
3: morning. Well, what would you like
2: to look at, Lori? What's a good question
1: for you? What do you have?
2: Uh, I just want whatever's in my highest and best this morning. Sure. Okay.
1: Okay. Let me get tuned in here.
2: Oh, it's so nice to connect with you.
1: Okay. Let's see here. Okay. This is the image I'm receiving for you. This is from creators. So creators showing me you being outside but you're in your way out like say the mountains of eastern Washington, but there's mountains close to you too. Um, I'm seeing you going out to the mountains to do ceremony. There's stuff going on and this is what I'm being shown. There are um, I'm hearing specifically health concerns. So there's health concerns going on in your family, you know, not specifically you, but that's going on. I'm seeing you doing ceremony out at this mountain. This is something that it's within five miles, five to 10 miles of where you're at right now. And there's going to be a journey. It's like you're going to choose. This is example only. You're going to choose, let's say Friday. Each Friday you're going to go there and do ceremony, burn the sage, do the dance, do the singing, um, for yourself and your family members. And you're going to be doing this once a week for the next seven weeks. And this is one of the things that creator is calling you to do, um, because your family quote unquote is not just your immediate family. It's, it's everyone. It's everyone on this planet. So, Part of your ceremony is to dissipate, you know, the static, dissipate the negativity. And that's part of it. Then the opposite side of that is to bring in the energy of love. So I see you doing this. I see you spending about an hour each time. This is what you're being called to do right now, by the way. Um, I'm being told that, yes, you are an elder. This is something. It's time for you to up-level. So wherever you've been at with yourself, you know, with your relationship with creator, it's time to bump it up. You are that. So start believing in yourself in that regard and begin taking it to the next level. I also see you working more with herbs um, and it will be herbs close to you that you actually can grow yourself. So these herbs are healing herbs going to be for the people around you immediately And you're going to be making some sort of a poultice for people that have the physical pain. And I don't mean like an inflammation cream. I mean like when there's been an injury and the skin is broken. Um, So this is only the beginning of this part of your journey. But it's going to start, like I say, with ceremony uh, once a week for the next seven weeks. I also see you bringing flowers. I see you bringing tobacco. I see you bringing lavender seeds. So this is beautiful, and I do see the former formal headdress as well. So, and if you don't have that, bring your eagle feathers. But um, this is going to be very special, very sacred. You're going to come across a stone. It looks like a river rock, but this will also be your healing stone. It already, it's like it's already in your possession, and it has these beautiful healing properties. So when you do ceremony you're going to be bringing this with you with the intention that all the love that you're sending to everyone on the planet that it's also being infused into this stone so that wherever this stone is that it will send the energy out from there does that make
2: sense everything makes perfect sense <laughs> thank you
1: oh you're so welcome and i'm just i'm asking if there's anything else Um, just for you to remember for you to remember your self care and specifically I'm being shown Epsom salt bath so it's time to do that because you have your own physical body stuff it's just simply time to release the toxins into the water so you're you're absolutely on the right track but it's time to get on that higher road and, and be that energy and it's okay it's almost like you need permission to be yourself. So we'll give you that permission now. All right. Well,
2: the Epsom Salt Bath was <laughs> scheduled within the hour. Oh, wonderful. Good. Good <laughs> <laughs> for you. Thank. Good, Lori. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much. and I'm so happy You're to find him. you. Okay. Yes, thank you for calling in. All right. Bye.
1: Cool.
0: So, Stephanie, we've got about nine minutes left. Our next caller is Miranda, and she is looking for more of a general uh, reading from you today. Welcome to the show, Miranda.
3: Sure. Thank you so much. This is my first time calling. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, so, Stephanie, I would just love for you to connect with me and whatever my guides or want me to know for the next couple of months.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm doing, you know, as I explained earlier – the pictures start coming in and then the movie gets put together. Mm -hmm. Um, What I am seeing, the thing that's popping forward is the area of your finances. So first and foremost, to explain to people, uh, the energy of finances lives in one of our chakras. So that would be the sacral chakra. So, we have our root chakra, which is the tailbone that's, you know, rooted in survival, and it's the color red. Then we have the sacral chakra, and the color for that is orange. And whatever blocks in the sacral chakra, it does affect our creativity, hope, dreams, wishes, and it affects money. So let's see here. What I'm seeing here is it's not that you're challenged In this area per se, there is some potential energy cleanup that could happen. I mean, that's always an option. Um, There is a blockage there, and I think it's for other reasons, though, within your sacral chakra. So if you like, and with your permission right now, we can go ahead and clear that for you. Is that okay? Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. And so what will happen, you may or may not feel anything, but the energy of love, is put in after um, The challenges are released So we'll just release the challenges right now And that's taking place And now we bring in the energy of love And we'll recalibrate your energies So while that's happening What I'm seeing is um, It looks like financially You're fine um, At this place and time I don't see any hiccups per se I do see where it's going to be Important for you And this is coming from your guides. There's three or four of them that are all. um, They're asking me to let you know that it's time to plan, um, plan your budget, plan however, you know, if there's a trip you want to take, planning your money accordingly. So there's the simple side of it like that, the practical side, I should say. And then there's this other side where there may be some changes coming up. And it's something that you're not necessarily looking for and you're not prepared for. So just go with the energy. You're going to be okay. Um, Let me see. I'm just getting an idea on when this does happen. This doesn't come until the second part of the year. This comes in about July. So between now and July... Uh, Just be mindful, stay on top of your awareness of your finances, the budget, the employment, and if you're not employed, that's okay too. Just maintain your awareness of that. You may want to research further, you know, um, what does your billing structure look like? Because come July, there's going to be a change. Um, It's going to come as a surprise. But yet, when you re when you hit the restart button, things will synchronize even better. So this could also just simply be a job change, anyway. Um, and you don't have to obsess on it, but be aware of it. Mm. Just stay on top of it. Um,
3: yeah, there yeah, are no issues. Like so I said, I'm not sure you know, what, what that good. means. <laughs> That's good.
1: Yeah, and it could be yeah. you know it could be the stock market. It could be other things too. So Mm -hmm. just retain awareness of that. Um, And it also feels like, too, that you're going to, quote, unquote, find money. So there's going to be money sitting somewhere, and and it will just be kind of like an aha, like, oh, okay. it's um, Anyway, this is what they're saying. So also, because money is coming forward, then we look at your creativity as well. So, you know, looking at your hobbies, what do you do that's creative? And more importantly, this message, and this is universal right now, is your own self care, is your own self nurturing. You know, what looking at what do you like to do for your own relaxation? Do you like to paint? Do you like to listen to music, read books, things like that? It's really important to incorporate that back into your schedule now. Because there's a leveling out, a balancing out, because on a different level, more specifically the physical body level, it's like you're undergoing this huge, um, this major change, a cellular structure change. And so as you can expand your brain, expand your mind, do things creatively, whatever that may mean for you, this will help keep you in balance in the big picture. And it will also bring you more peace and more contentness, if that makes sense. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Very good. Thank you, Miranda.
1: That's what I say for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And
0: we've got about three minutes left here. Stephanie, we're going to take one last caller. It's Kim. And Kim is calling about her career today. Kim, welcome to the show.
3: Well, thank you so much. Um, It's specific to my acupuncture and then my background with feng shui and i'm wondering about the future for me on that
1: the acupuncture will serve you well it's been some time since all of your meridians were balanced this is also (laughs) going to yes it's going to shift your energies you're going to be thinking differently you're going to start Seeing life differently if you haven't, if this hasn't already started. And it's going to scare you a little bit because it's different for you to be thinking differently. But just know that you're safe and that's okay. Um, so you said acupuncture and my mind locked onto that. What was the other thing that you brought up?
3: Well, for many years, since about 94, um, I've been practicing feng shui for homes, gardens, and businesses from uh. time to time and it's yes. sort of a well not it just is a reflection of one's inner self yeah so combining this, so,
1: it so mhm so are you going to be practicing acupuncture then you're going to be the acupuncturist yes, now. yeah and licensed wonderful mm-hmm. thank so you so you're doing You're bringing about the healing then on the physical, mental, emotional, and
2: spiritual bodies.
1: This is what we call a light worker, my dear. This is fantastic. Um, Thank you for doing what you're doing. So (laughs) Thank you. um, Oh, yes, you're very much needed. This is going to go very well. And I think as your meridians are being balanced still, you will be helping other people on a physical level. And you're bringing them into their own stages of awakening. This is very exciting. So yes. I think it's great. Yes. Thank oh. you for doing what you do. It it's going to go from great to even greater. So remember Thursday manifestation. Yes. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Kim. <laughs>
1: Thank, you. Thank, you. And, Thank you.
0: And with that, uh, Stephanie, you got about fifteen seconds.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, If you have any further questions, please visit my website, whitelight.love. If you were in the queue, your questions were not answered or addressed, just go ahead and send it through my website, and I'll get it answered for you. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week.
2: Have a great day, everybody.